0: Hey guys it's me i'm back it has been an insane almost two months since i left off and talked to you all so first let me just say thanks for bearing with me with us you know, because you haven't heard from Jenna either. So let's get straight into it, right? It's no surprise and not a secret. I contracted COVID, unfortunately. Very upset, guys, by that whole shebang. I did have the majority of the symptoms. I was tired, had fatigue, um, had a slight fever, never higher than 100, 100.2, I think was the highest. So that was okay. I did get a horrible, ugly cough. That was disgusting. One day I lost my voice one day and I was very upset the majority of things except I did not lose my taste or my smell which I mean I love food but even at this time I didn't even want to eat I was forcing myself to eat all the soups and shout out to my friends Jamie uh, no <laughs> shout out to my friends and my family for really just dropping everything and taking us anything that we had needed or I needed um during this whole thing. It was definitely scary. I will say, thank God that me and others who did contract it did not have to go to the hospital and be admitted. I did go to the hospital for some chest pains because I ended up getting pneumonia, which let me just tell you how upset I am about the way pneumonia is spelled. Yeah, it's P-N-E. Okay, look, this isn't... um. An educational um, show, but (laughs) pneumonia, okay? Yeah, I don't like the way it's spelled, but I had some. They said it was slight, so I believe that I caught it early, and that was, let's see, tested positive on December 27th, then got my pneumonia results from the ER because I was scared of these chest pains, and I knew something wasn't right on January 7th, so almost like one week after the next I like think shit's happening. Then you know, they gave me some antibiotics, double antibiotics, took care of that in a week when I followed up with my doctor. But then the following day, these chest pains were the worst thing that I have ever, ever, ever been a part of. It, it's been a part of me. It feels like a thousand knives stabbing you. It was mainly on my left side. Um, Eventually during the month of January, it ended up also going to my right side. But then, well, I'll tell you about what it probably is too at that so I went into the ER, they ran my blood results, chest x-rays, EKGs, thank God the heart's fine. And they said I had pleurisy. I've never heard of this word before, okay? Um, But the guy had told me it was like pleuritic chest pain. I'm like, what is this? So what it is, is the line. So we have like a thin, two thin layers of lining around our lungs. Anytime we get sick with bacterial or infectious virus, they can get inflamed because, you know, they're doing a lot of work. They're fighting off some shit. I don't know what's going on in there, really. But they become inflamed. When they become inflamed, they start rubbing together. So imagine when SpongeBob from SpongeBob SquarePants, duh, rubs the damn pickles together. Okay, so that's what happens. Um, And the pains suck. A lot of the time, people get shortness of breath. Well, let me backtrack real quick. I did get horrible shortness of breath. It was the worst. Could not go up the stairs. I also had the paramedics come over to evaluate me at some point before the pneumonia. Anyway, sorry. I had to backtrack with that real quick. But yes, um, I didn't have shortness of breath with that. Thank you, Jesus. But um, the pains, the pains are horrible. I was trying everything and all they did was not, they didn't even slap a bandaid on it. They just told me, hey, take some ibuprofen and it'll go away when it goes away. Guys, this was so annoying. All the other in the month of January, after those two weeks and me having pneumonia, once that went away, I really didn't have any other COVID side effects aside from the chest pain and the fatigue. And let me tell you, you, your girl was fatigue AF because i just so tired. It was just so much energy just to do anything i absolutely hated it but i wanted to do stuff you know so that put me in a real downward mood i did end up going back to the er yes the queen of er um has came upon you hello no i don't like to frequent the er all the time but if i feel like something's seriously wrong i'm gonna go okay so i don't care what anybody thinks no so i went again of course um it was the pleurisy but this time they were just like well take some naproxen because like even if we gave you anything stronger." It ain't going to take it away. I'm just like, I mean, it'll help the pain. Come on. So this whole time, I've basically, the whole time I was sick, um, and I mean, I still am to this day right now when I'm recording this on Thursday, February 4th, I still have chest pains. I'm actually getting one right now, and it fucking sucks. Um, it come in waves. It doesn't stay automatically. So with that being said, thanks for bearing with me. That's my journey. What I did find out was that my anxiety has really taken, like, its overload, like, 100%. Um, You know, I've always just mentioned here and there, and even at the very beginning of when we were cis-stop, I mentioned, we would talk about, like, mental health is important, Um, Claudia more so than me, but that didn't mean I did not agree with her, Um. I am now getting help for my mental health. I am currently in therapy, just started literally yesterday. I had a three, my first three hour ther- um, group therapy session, which was kind of weird. I've never done that before, um, but I'll be doing it for a little while, um, longer. We'll see how that goes. By the way, guys, post covid Like, anxiety is very much so real. I have been doing all the follow-ups to all my doctors and stuff. And, you know, of course, we've um, casually had the conversation about COVID. They're asking how I did and whatnot. You know, not only for my records, because I'm sure they're doing their own research and evaluations to better help their other patients. So, guys, it's just, oh my God, so much. Anywho... Speaking of doctors, guys, this has also just been so much on me because I've been having to follow up with like my brain tumor doctor, and I've been extra emotional, um, which is why I actually today or a couple of days ago, now that you're listening to this, posted about me crying for forty five minutes, um, Kim K style. <laughs> but I followed up, had a follow up with my brain tumor doctor um this past last week and it was intense and I am proud to say that my pituitary tumor that I do have is stable. It hasn't grown. Nothing's changed. It's fine as far as the tumors go. Um so that was great news that I got on um Tuesday. Uh today I actually had spoke with my doctor about, um, so you guys should remember when I went through the whole um, twin thing almost a year ago, which is insane, I ended up finding out that I had lupus anticoagulant, right? So I also know that COVID can create blood clots. Lupus anticoagulant makes it easier for your blood to clot you see my issue there? So I was like, you know what, I'm already checking in with like my yearly doctor stuff. Let me see them. So I went to Texas Oncology, which they are the best. That's where my doctor's at. Dr. Castillo, hematologist. So nice. Our people, you know, if you need any help from him, like I highly recommend seeing him if you need anything, like let me know. and I can give you his information. But, um, he, um, we ran some blood work, you know, that's the only way we're going to see if we still have lupus anticoagulant. Guys, I've been such a nervous wreck since all of this because TVH, I forgot I had lupus anticoagulant, which is insane to be like, how the fuck can you forget this bell? Guys, it was not at the forefront of my mind. So anyway, so I had just got off the phone with him. I did an online visit and I literally busted into tears. Because he said there is no more sign of lupus anticoagulant. It's undetective. It's negative. All my other like blood counts, anything else they run to look at my blood for like infectious diseases and whatever. And, you know, whatever. I don't really don't know what that taste consists of, but they find the shit, you know. Hello, Texas oncology, hematologist. They know their stuff. So everything's perfectly normal. Guys, I could once I got off the well, I cried a little bit with him on the phone. Um, we were doing a virtual visit, and best bedside manner. Let me just tell you, like, oh my god, it's literally. I need to send him some tips, treats, or something. Note to myself when I re listen to this back, send this man some tips, treats, and his um, team of nurses. But I mean, I couldn't even, and we hung up, and I just like cried. I literally sobbed. Um, I'm kind of getting teary-eyed right now because, like, it was just the best feeling to know, like, my tumor's doing well for what a tumor can do, (laughs) which is fine with me. I will take that 100%. And then to find out that, you know, this lupus anticoagulant is gone, y'all don't know how much praying I've been doing. Not just for myself. I believe that's selfish for everybody. We don't got to go into prayers, but (laughs) prayer details, but I cried so much and I automatically called Adam and oh my God, this would have been perfect content. I should have just like recorded it. My mind is slipping me guys. No, but he was so happy. And then of course, once we got the phone, I went and told my mom and my grandparents, um, I've actually been staying at my parents' house with Adam on and off. Adam's been coming and going, whatever, totally fine. Um, just because I felt like really safe here anyway, um, told them all and we, you know, just cried and it was just, oh my God, so good. So I'm looking forward later to, um, seeing my sister, um, Claudia, she took, <laughs> she took COVID tests so that way she can come over to the house because it's very safe. And <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I also have her Christmas gifts, which, you know, hello. I mean, it's not her fault, my fault, like, hello, I got COVID, like, I wasn't trying to infect anybody, anyway, so, that has been what's going on with me, it's a lot, guys, like, I'm not even gonna lie to you, like, try dealing with this from December 27th, even to currently, right now, it's insane, so yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest with you guys, i I'm never I mean, I get sad. Yes, but I've never just fallen into like this deep, dark hole of anxiety slash depression. It's insane. Um, I do highly recommend if you feel like, you know, you need help and or you need to talk, you can message me. It's it's really serious. You know, even I, I couldn't imagine somebody going through this alone, like by themselves being sick in their apartment, or in their house, and not having anybody. Um, This is real. I don't wish COVID upon anybody else. And if anybody listening to this has COVID, and is slightly, or not even slightly, but needs that conversation, please feel free to message me. It is, it's upsetting to feel like you're so alone, Um, in a sense that you don't have any answers. When I say that, I actually, I want to tell you about this real quick is that I joined, um, it was, it's called COVID-19 Survivors of Texas. And I was thinking, you know what, I'm going to join. I'm, there's going to be other people like me here. I can find some answers because in the one, I stopped watching the news. If it's not pop culture related, I just stopped watching it. Um, I just don't have, I didn't have time for this negativity and all the scary stuff. Literally, it's scary. It's frightening. And so I stopped and that was fine. But I joined this group. Like I said, COVID-19 survivors of Texas. And I was looking to talk with other people that were going through what I'm going through and whatnot. But unfortunately, what ended up happening is that it terrified me even more. Um, I feel bad for so many people who are going through really hard times and still dealing with other um, post COVID things that are still lingering. Um, some people still have shortness of breath, whatever. Um, but what I didn't find is actually what I was looking for. And though, and that was people who have recovered. That's really what I was looking for is just to read stories about people who have recovered and how they're doing and they're getting better and whatnot. And it just, that it was, that's not what it was. Um, It did me more harm than it did good, um, in a sense to where I was having a serious conversation with Adam and he was like, you know what, you need to get out of those groups because I was in like three more too. And so he, um, I gave him my phone and I was like, here, you can go ahead and do it. Cause if I tell you I'm going to do it later, I might not do it. And they've been off my phone now for like a week, maybe a week and a half or so now, maybe two weeks, um, but yeah, so guys, seriously, don't, don't read stuff, which is funny because I like reading, but don't read stuff. Don't watch the news. Scary shit ahead. All right, guys, that's my journey from COVID, pneumonia, mental health, pleurisy, medical updates on me. Um, <laughs> Now let's get to some like real stuff. Guys. Oh my God. We got to talk about this real quick because this is way, way, way too important for me. Okay, what in the world is going on with Michael B. Jordan right now? Because he's with Lori Harvey. And let me just tell you, first off, I'm all about ladies. Do your thing. Let's get out there. What date around? Whatever. I don't have a problem with that. Like, nope, we have much right and more so to act just like a man and date whoever the fuck we want to have a different man. Um, Breakfast, lunch and dinner like my grandma would say. Great grandmother, let me clarify that memo. Rest in peace. I miss you. I love you. Uh, (laughs) Y'all, she was thug nasty. Like, I can't, I'll have to find some videos to share, but total, like, lover, salt of the earth woman right there, thug nasty. Um, but no, okay, girl, date who you want to date. But Lori Harvey, when you start dating P. Diddy's son. And then go for P. Diddy? Girl, please stop. Mm-mm. You you belong to the streets. Like, I'm sorry. This is not okay. Who? Like, you are Steve Harvey's stepdaughter, first off. Let's get this straight. Ooh, what? We don't got time to put up with this, okay? Girl, no. You gonna ruin the whole man. Michael B. Jordan seems like a wholesome man. And now, we, now you corrupted him. I don't know hope maybe he changes her i don't know they said you know i was gonna say it but i ain't gonna say it i'm gonna say he can't turn a hoe into a housewife but i don't want to call her hoe because i ain't trying to slut shame but then again we don't go off and bang someone else's daddy. um anyway back to michael b jordan guys he i don't know i this alexa commercial is he the voice of alexa now do they have different voices um can i use his voice I need I need to know because I'm fixing to switch from Google to Alexa if this is the case. Like, yes, tell me how to cook an egg. Tell me. I want to know. No, <laughs> I'm just saying, guys, there's a whole lot going on there. And I am recording this before the Super Bowl starts, so I don't have anything else to say about Super Bowl commercials coming up, but they are absolutely by far my most favorite thing ever. With that being said, football. I love football. But I, unfortunately, do not like either of those teams. More so, I don't like Tom Brady and I don't like Patrick Mahomes. I just don't. I'm going for the referees at this point. Um, I don't know why. Tom Brady, I know why. He just seems pompous and uh, um, he seems like a jerk, TBH. Um, And I don't know why I don't like Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. It's a whole UT thing. Anyway, I'm unfortunately going to have to go for Patrick Mahomes. Um, like I said, when I'm recording this, I don't know the outcome of the Super Bowl yet, so stay tuned for updates on that and how I feel, um, because that's about to get real. Okay, guys, so let me just say, throughout the mists of this whole, you know, time off away, there was a lot of things that I was planning on doing with the podcast and revamping and stuff, and I've slowly have been trying to do that still now currently, so please bear with me on a couple of, um, changes that will be happening coming up soon, It will be for the better. Trust me. Um, I just literally had no kind of ambition and no kind of like energy to put towards any of this, which sucks, guys. But let me just tell you, I had the biggest freak out about finding, well, I didn't find him, but Adam found one gray hair in my head. I freaked the F out, guys. And then when I went to go look at it, I found a second one. This was upsetting to me. I dyed my whole head. Point blank period. I dyed my whole head. I was like, no, 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 no. Which actually got me to thinking. And I want to know. First, I want to know if guys like a woman with some gray hair at any age, you know, even if they purposely dyed their hair gray, because I um, have a friend on Instagram that we became friends via Instagram. But at one point she dyed her hair gray and it was beautiful and not like gray, but like it was gray, white, like it had different gray. It was literally 50 shades of gray, seriously, but it looked beautiful. I loved it. Um, I also used to have a, um, former supervisor, beautiful hair, same way, kind of different shades of gray. It looked really, really great. Um, also I feel like it may be a little bit intimidating but anyway, I want to know, men, do you like gray hair? Even if it's a few strands to all the way to whole headed hair? Like I, I want to know. And I'm sure women want to know. And I want to know about ladies. How do you feel about gray hair? Are you going to go off the deep end like me and color your whole head? Um, Are you going to pluck them? I heard you pluck them for more grow back. So that's why I didn't do that. I dyed it. But I want, are you empowered by getting gray hair? I want to know. Because I'm sure there's so many other people out here that want to know things like this. I don't know how to feel about gray hair. I freaked out, obviously. Um, Shit, who the hell knows? Guys, I had been doing so much binge watching of everything. Y'all, I even restarted watching um, New Girl, which was on Fox maybe a few years ago. I started rewatching that, like whatever. Um, But y'all may have obviously known this, but Bridgerton... Guys, I was 100% talking like this for almost the whole straight month. Um when I would see my sister, I would tell her, "My lord and my grace, and your presence is wanted in the or no, it wasn't your presence, was wanted in the garden." I would always tell her that she was seen in the garden after dark with a suitor. Like <laughs> <laughs> that show, guys, if you're not on it, you need to be on it. It is eight episodes and one hour long. You will be hooked. I kind of want to read the books, um, but then I don't want to get ahead of myself. And I want to watch it when they do the second season, which is not a spoiler, by the way. But yes, yes, so much. Yes, I'm here for it. Guys, I knew this wasn't going to be a regular episode. It was going to be more so of a catch up. Let me rant on a little bit and talk about some celebrity shit that really, really got me like, like the Michael B. Jordan thing. Um. <laughs> so with that being said, thank you for waiting so patiently. I cannot wait to get into all the fun things we're going to get into. Get ready to hear from After Dark coming soon. I'm not even going to give you guys a date like y'all guys need to be. On top of it because it is going to get real and it's going to be fun and it's still going to get a little raunchy. Okay, who am I kidding? It's going to get a lot raunchy, right? That's what we do. No, but definitely thank you for all your kind messages, your support, hanging in there. Because, hey, we actually had, we're going to be back mid January and that didn't happen. But one more thing this podcast as a whole. Literally turned one years old on the 13th of January. And I can't even believe this is still up and going. Like it may have went through its different changes and everything, but I just can't believe it's still here. And I am thankful to still have you guys as listeners. So with that being said, I'll talk to you next time. And I can't wait to get back on track with the regular What the Bell. Woo. Okay, that wasn't very, very like exciting. So Hey guys, the fun doesn't stop here. Make sure you're following us at the link in the bio. And yes, we are on all the things.